the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie. Welcome back to the Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cudahy with you until seven o'clock. Darren Cleary of Go Loud Selects and Sarah Madden of News Talk Breakfast, the pod couple, back for another recommendation. Sarah, what is it this week? So this week we're recommending Unusual Suspects, and this is a original Go Loud podcast, and it tells the story of the 1993 Rochester Brinks heist. So for people who don't know what that was, it was this audacious robbery um, that saw about seven million dollars stolen by some very unlikely suspects. Um, including an Irish priest, a former IRA man who turned comic book dealer and an ex-NYC copper. So it's an incredible true story and it's told expertly by Go Loud with a rich soundscape and original interviews with a fascinating cast. Uh, is it, Darren, a kind of a whodunit then as you go There's through the There's a little episodes? bit of whodunit about it. I think the, the big thing is they don't try to paint it as this masterful brilliant crime and one of the clips the presenter Owen Brennan says Ocean's Eleven it is not yes, that <laughs> because is the, first the, episode, yeah. the, the slack and really ludicrous security of a Brings Vault will, will blow your mind a little bit um, we we fairly quickly picture who has done it the the three guards in the Brinks depot one of them is taken hostage his name is Tom O'Connor he ends up uh, resurfacing at his local pub a few hours later, saying, I've been kidnapped. But he refused to take a polygraph test while the other two guards did. And very quickly, the FBI figured out if there's a crime committed and Tom O'Connor is on the outskirts, he's probably closer to it than people would imagine. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah, of xenophobic. Yeah, you're, yeah, I have to say, I'm kind of... With, with, mm. when, when you knew the, the like there was an Irish connection, I, I, I and as soon as Owen in the narration mentioned this uh, this uh, this guard, Tom O'Connor, I thought, well, alarm bells are going off for me <laughs> yeah, now all yeah, over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows a Tom O'Connor. Um, when you talk about the soundscape, what do you mean by that, Sarah? So, um, Lachlan Hart has done the soundscape for this, and I think it's one of the most impressive soundscapes or sound designs I've heard come from any sort of a podcast I've ever listened to. It's incredibly immersive. So he's what he's done is really select very well kind of music and effects and expertly edited archive footage to sort of set the scene and really envelope the listener in the atmosphere, be it of the crime or of the the story that's being told at that time. And I found it to be incredibly effective. Like in the first episode, um, they're talking about this IRA man. And then this air ad comes on. I think we've all heard it. It's like, this is Dublin, the city with its own beat. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, take notes, Sarah. This is a great way of setting the scene. Anyway, it turns out it was just an ad. But yeah, I just wondered, shows... I was like, that's a very recent ad. I don't think that was deliberate. I know, I know. But it just shows, shows how engrossed I was in Lockdown Soundscape. <laughs> Good. I think one of the big things is, it's a bit like we did a podcast a few months ago called Last Known Position. And it's one that's best enjoyed by headphones because if you mm. kind of block the world yes. out, it will take you back like through the archive footage, through... The soundscape that Lachlan and Owen have worked on creating, it's quite immersive and you kind of feel like you're you're with them along the journey. When Owen's describing the cold night, when he's talking about going to meet Gary Craig, the author, and the FBI agents, you feel like you're there. Yeah. So it's very much a, a boots on the ground kind of podcast, which are some of the best ones because you feel like you're following the story in real time. Yeah, there's literally the... I, I knocked on the door. Yeah. yeah. Knocks yeah, on the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, speaking of last known position, there's going to have to be a second season for how it ended. Oh yes. my God, it was absolutely brilliant. Anyway, we, we digress, uh, or I certainly do. Um, 
you're, like when when you talk about archive footage and interviews, that that's what's really impressive about it as well, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Is that I suppose, like in an era where we've gotten used to hearing so much stuff on kind of Zoom and Skype quality. Yes. I mean, there's really, really high quality interviews with like the central cast. Yeah. Isn't there? No, absolutely. And I think it's it's clear an immense effort went into this. Um, you, you feel it in every second of the listening. And like, I don't want to be accused of licking up to you or anything, Darren. <laughs> I didn't make but... it its own. This is all Owen's work. So all of the but, uh, praise is for him. Well, the praise is for him and it's for Go Loud as well. Um, I think it's a really transporting podcast. Mm. And part of that is because the crime itself spans globally. Um, and from an entertainment point of view, then it means that the characters, all of these different accents. So one second, you've got this gravelly New York accent. And then the next second, you have this beautiful Belfast brogue. And it sort of takes you to all of the different locations touched by this crime and shows how far reaching it was. Hey, well, back to the actual crime itself then, and the characters, Darren. I, like th- That's what drives it, isn't it? After After a certain point, as you say, it's less a heist story and it's it's character driven isn't yeah, it yeah it's all about the characters because the the money becomes almost secondary to to who these people are and they're just a fascinating cast i'm going to bring you a clip which kind of frames how they figured out Tom O'Connor, who was one of the hostages might be a little bit closer <laughs> to this heist than you would imagine here's the clip with Tom O'Connor now the main person of interest for the FBI and what they knew about his friendship with Sam Miller Suspicions started to grow that this could be something much bigger than a simple robbery. This could, this robbery could somehow be connected to their affiliation or their support for the Provisional Irish Republican Army. On the 6th of January, Rochester woke to the news of the vanished millions. State police helicopters flew over the South Wedge area this morning as authorities took aerial photographs. Authorities combed the woods searching for tire tracks or an abandoned vehicle. While investigators looked towards New York and maybe even Ireland for answers. I had never had a case that was unraveling in front of my eyes like this. Were the millions in cash set to find their way to the provisional IRA? Now I've got this case where it's unfolding in real time. To begin to unravel the mystery, they had to find Sam Miller. Yeah, Sarah, it's it is it is great. I really really enjoyed it, and and it's worth pointing out as well. Like Sam Miller, he wasn't some guy with like a sneaking regard for the IRA. This was the fellow who had come from Longkesh and had yeah. been involved in the dirty protests, centrally involved. Exactly. Yeah, and I think one of the things this podcast does really well is that it gives you kind of a deep dive on the background of some of the characters involved. Like mm. the second episode is just dedicated to Sam Miller, who, as you say, was involved in the IRA, but he actually became involved in the IRA when he was wrongly imprisoned for being in the IRA. <laughs> so you might as well just join then if exactly. you're wrongly imprisoned. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't beat him, join them. Um, so he spent the guts of a decade after Longkesh. He was in the H-Block prison and he was one of the most dedicated um, protesters in the no-wash protest or the dirty protest people might know it as. Um, and in the podcast, he calls himself a very dangerous man um you know he's he's actually interviewed by Owen um but you can't really help but sympathize with him when he starts going into his background and his childhood when he talks about his mother who suffered really badly with depression that she used to claw the wallpaper off the walls and then you know she ended up disappearing and then he tells you in graphic detail the traumatic experiences he had at the hands of the orange um uh, the loyal orange officers let's say 
it's a really harrowing listen. Yeah. And I actually think if you're not that interested in the heist, but you're interested in the troubles, you could just listen to that podcast as that episode as a standalone. It's really affecting. There's uh, so many different layers. Yeah. That's a that's a key point. I mean, it starts with the heist and then it just unravels its way through so many different things. Sam Miller's background and his experiences is one thing. And then there's almost a childlike innocence when when Sam's referred to because then he goes to Queens to kind of escape one of the most horrific things any human being could experience. And he's this almost adolescent love for Spider-Man and mm. comic books. And the first thing he does is open his own comic book shop. And you have, on one hand, this person who has been imprisoned for mm. uh, charges and uh, terrorism and conspiracy. And then, on the other hand, you have innocence almost about yeah. the love of comic books I think I don't think anyone's going to be surprised really when I go around the table and ask so are we giving it a recommendation Darren <laughs> a hearty recommendation just get to the Father Pat episode because Sam Miller is fantastic number one really sets out the scene of the heist but Father Pat is such an interesting character he's probably <laughs> yes. the odd one out because Tom O'Connor was always kind of looked at as what's this guy up to Sam Miller does have a criminal record Father Pat was fighting gangs on Manhattan's Lower East Side he was putting people up in, in political people in safe houses he was caught up in some also arm smuggling with his brother at one time oh, sure but he's love. such an in- interesting these character things happen, these things happen Sarah recommendation yeah I mean this as a story is it's made for Hollywood isn't it yeah it's um, and I think Golight have done an amazing job with it 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 wow okay strong recommendations of course I recommend it as well I've really really enjoyed it I haven't listened to all of it just the first couple of episodes uh, so I look forward to uh, continuing on the journey if people have already listened or if this is the type of thing they like Sarah well to be honest uh, I am actually on my way to do a true crime cleanse um, I fell down a Nexium. Have you guys heard of Nexium? No. Oh, Jesus. I fell down a Nexium hole. It was this sex cult that's only recently, you know, a lot of people have been put in prison for it. it it's insane. But <laughs> so I just joined a sex cult on the show. Guys, I actually yes. almost did. I was half converted at one stage. Then I started to find the leader attractive. So I'm going on a cleanse until I can trust my mind again. If you feel like you need something light, a little bit more bright, I would listen to 30, Flirty and Perishing. It's a podcast by Sophie Lyons and Clara Kavanagh, two Irish girls living in London looking for love and success. It's hilarious. Well worth a listen. All right, Darren. How do you follow a sex cult? Um, Morbid, <laughs> a true crime podcast. It's What's an- it called? Morbid. Morbid. It's an autopsy technician and a hairstylist and it's very compelling listen. Right, okay. I like the sound of that. Uh, Darren Cleary of Go Loud Selects and Sarah Madden of News Talk Breakfast. The pod couple will be back for another recommendation this week. Uh, Unusual Suspects, the name of this week's recommendation. 10 out of 10 it got from Sarah. Our first full marks, I think it's fair to say. Uh, we'll get the news headlines now. Here's Eamon. Eamon.